Welcome to Changing Lives, Selling Knives. I'm your host, Dan Cassetta. There's a generation of entrepreneurs and business leaders out there right now who are positively impacting the world using lessons and skills that they first learned from selling Cutco knives with Vector Marketing Corporation. This podcast was created to share inspiring stories from Cutco's most prominent alumni and current leaders. On this show, you'll meet successful entrepreneurs, best-selling authors, superstar business executives, and transformational leaders from many walks of life. All our guests will have two things in common. One, they're all changing lives today through their work and their influence. And two, they all started out selling Cutco knives when they were younger. The lessons of the Cutco Vector experience are numerous, are compelling, and are real-world concepts for business and life. Through hearing real-life stories and hands-on experiences, you'll gain insights that can help you in whatever it is that you do in life. Thanks for pressing play. Let's get on with today's episode. Hey, everyone. Dan Cassetta here. I'm recording this episode prior to election day, but planning on releasing it right after the election is over. And so by now, we probably know the outcome at this point. There's a lot of people who I'm sure are ecstatic. There are probably a lot of people who are really pissed. There are a number of people who maybe don't care. However, the voters have spoken. And regardless of where you stand, it's time to honor that right now. I am more of a political centrist in that I don't subscribe to some ideological checklist from either party. If you think about all the major issues that there are, you know, we've got taxes in the economy, we've got health care, what to do about COVID, there's abortion rights, there's climate change and what to do about that, racial inequality, immigration, criminal justice reform, gun control, foreign relations, trade. I mean, there's so many different issues. It's almost impossible to agree with someone across the board. I mean, in what universe is there some clear dichotomy that says you either have to agree with all of this or all of that, but there can't be any crossover whatsoever? You know, I know someone who has supported gay marriage right from the very start, but who feels like allowing a transgender male to compete in women's sports is not appropriate. That's fine. Many people that I know support the Second Amendment, but object to someone being able to purchase, for example, a 100-round ammunition clip that's meant for the battlefield. That sounds pretty reasonable. I mean, we don't allow people to make their own nuclear bombs. There are degrees uh, to all of these positions, all these issues. You can support the quest for racial equality, but feel like looting and damaging property is not the way to get it. You can acknowledge human-driven climate change, but have differing views on how to solve that problem. Some people might think it's an existential threat that necessitates wholesale changes to how we operate, while other people might think that technological advances are going to help us solve that problem as it grows and as it continues. What I really want to say in this episode is that you can disagree with others and still coexist. I have told people before that I call myself a republicrat or Maybe you might call it a democlican. I don't know, whatever, some mashup of the two. But I'm definitely, most of all, an American. And I will say this, that being American is way more important than being Republican or Democrat. And being human is way more important than that. And so 
the election's over now. Let's stop with the polarization, right? And be someone who thinks for yourself. Look at issues, not at just parties, right? Vote based on your values, not some straight line down the ideological checklist that some political leaders think you have to follow. We have all been utterly damaged by the constant bickering that has been going on between the parties. It's hurting me. It's hurting you. It's hurting everyone. There are a few paradigms that I think are really important so that we can all get along and have a more functional society. And I've got three short ideas I want to share here in this uh, podcast episode today. First is this, embrace the notion that diversity of thought is usually good. Embrace the notion that diversity of thought is usually good. I mean, who are you to know you're right about everything? And that every single belief you have is correct and true and will always remain that way. The arrogance with which some people communicate, especially on social media, is appalling. And here's a reality to understand. Your beliefs are a reflection of your environment. Your beliefs are a reflection of your environment. This starts with your upbringing. It continues with your social circle with what you watch or read, and everyone with the algorithm of social media, right, that affects what you consume in that place. And so it's very important to make a deliberate effort to avoid living in an echo chamber. And first of all, stop reading and listening to garbage. There's so much garbage influence out there that is just not worth anyone's time. And as we all stop consuming that kind of stuff and spreading that kind of stuff, it will hopefully begin to subside. It's also very important to seek out points of view, deliberately seek out points of view that differ from yours so that you can get an alternate perspective. I love something that my friend Andrew Smallwood shared recently, which the idea was that disagreement, which is often highlighted for its negative impact can actually be a powerful tool in producing accurate judgments. It helps temper a little bit of the biases that we have, and it helps move us more in the direction towards truth when there is some level of disagreement, other people being able to provide a perspective. So seek that out. I talked a little bit about some of this kind of stuff with Andrew Smallwood on a recent podcast episode. You got to check out the podcast episode with Andrew Smallwood. Most people are living in the echo chamber of their choice, right? A lot of the people that you hang out with, a lot of the media that you consume, a lot of the inputs going into your brain are all completely one-sided. The right says this and the left says that and all the robots just kind of listen and nod and do what they're supposed to do. Well, you've got people on the right who will defend even the most egregious things that Trump has said and done. Like, it just doesn't matter. You got people on the left who are finding ways to justify mayhem and theft as means for social change. These people are caught in an echo chamber of belief. And how you interpret what you see and hear is entirely filtered through this bubble. So important to realize that and take in that concept and, and let that help you understand that all of your thoughts, all of your beliefs may not be accurate right now, may not be correct. They may evolve. You know, there's a lot of criticism 
over how some historical figures behaved 200 years ago. You know what? If you grew up in that at that same time, in those same circumstances, you would probably have developed a similar mindset to most of the you know, people of the past as well. But what's key is to remember this, is you're not fixed in your mindset. You are not fixed in your mindset. Now, this requires that you be open to opposing points of view, because that's the only way to evolve. The only way that people's beliefs of 200 years ago have evolved to what they might be today is because someone along the lines was open to an opposing point of view, listened to it, heard it, pondered it, considered it, and gradually evolved in that direction. So it's very important first to embrace the notion that diversity of thought is usually a good thing. Once you embrace this concept, the second thing to do is to work on your listening skills. I love the lesson that comes from Stephen Covey way back in the seven habits of highly effective people where he teaches that you must listen with the intent to understand not the intent to respond that's a key concept that everybody must embrace so many people when they're hearing a, an idea or they're hearing an argument or whatever it might be they're already thinking about their rebuttal rather than truly taking the opportunity to listen to another perspective and try to use that as a chance for growth, as a chance for evolution. Another phrase that I've heard recently is be curious before critical. Be curious before you are critical. I can understand why anyone would vote for Joe Biden because for one thing, our nation is more polarized now than we were four years ago. And if that's most important to you, that certainly is a reason to vote for Biden. I can also understand why someone would vote for Trump because economically, most people would have said before coronavirus that they were better off, you know, 10, eight or 10 months ago than they were from 2016. And if that's most important to you, well, that's probably a reason why you, you could vote for someone like Trump. Now, neither the polarization nor the economy might have anything to do with Trump directly. They could be for other reasons, but they are logical reasons why some people would support him or support Joe Biden instead. When you get curious, you can begin to understand why people think a certain way. And you can learn to be more accepting of how someone is thinking. And shoot, you might even evolve over to a different point of view. Another part of listening is ask what other people think instead of assuming you know learn to be a good question asker i've often had others assume something about me without ever asking to clarify so for example one thing that i hate is misinformation being spread i can't stand it when somebody posts you know something on facebook or wherever that is totally false i will call it out regardless of what side of an issue it is on. And I've called out a fake meme uh, about Trump, for example, and then I've been called a libtard. I've called out a false meme about Joe Biden and have somebody like rail on me because you're on the Trump train. What I'm really against you guys is bullshit. And so what I'm for is truth. And we only get to that. We only find that out by hearing both sides of any story. 
many years ago, I was privy to a conversation with some really wise people. And the question was posed, what's the most valuable lesson you've ever learned in your life? And I remember one thing that one person said, and it was, there's two sides to every story. And it's so important to make sure that in life, we uncover that other side. We try to truly understand that other side before we formulate our own points of view. So keep that in mind. Work on your listening skills for crying out loud. All right. So diversity of thought, listening skills. My last suggestion for today is to learn how to debate ideas. Learn how to debate ideas. It's okay to attack an idea, but it's not usually a good idea to attack the other person. Have you ever thought about it this way? Asking a question like that might actually get someone, not everyone, but someone to take a look at the other side, right? You're a bleeping idiot is another approach. And I'll tell you what, I've got news for you. That's going to work about never. So think about how you are tackling a disagreement in your social circles. You know, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg was known for a quote or a phrase, which is fight for the things that you care about, but do it in a way that will lead others to join you. Fight for the things you care about, but do it in a way that will lead others to join you. Right? What good does it do to put out messages that insult your opposition? Right? You're actually pushing people farther away when you do that stuff. You're making them hold on stronger to their position because now you're not only involving truth and facts and concepts, ideas, but you're involving ego. You're attacking their ego and they don't want to let you win and people will hold on stubbornly to something that they feel just because they don't want to let you win. So it's very important to have a better understanding of how to tackle disagreement, how to tackle any sort of debate that you have with someone, you know, saying, Hey, I'm not sure that's correct. I'm not sure that's correct. That's not overly arrogant, right? It's, it's, it's raising the doubt, it's raising the question. You know, I grapple with how I feel about that. And that's something I've said a few times when somebody asks me about a really controversial issue where I don't really know where I stand yet. I'm trying to evolve, but I'm not exactly sure. You know, I grapple with that. And that can open up dialogue. That can open up conversation. And here's another key to healthy debate. Be more interested in getting to the truth than in simply being right. Because ultimately, science, for example, is a quest for truth. Science is not a quest about who's right, which scientist is right, right? Scientists True scientists don't care who's right. They want to figure out what's right. They want to get to the truth. Think about that list of all the issues that I rattled off earlier. Taxes, the economy, healthcare, COVID, abortion, climate change, racial inequality, immigration, criminal justice reform, gun control, foreign relations, trade, all that stuff. Is there any area on that list that I just shared with you where your thinking has changed or evolved in the past 10 or 20 or 30 years? Is there any area on that list where you have evolved? If the answer is no, then you're probably fixed in an echo chamber of your own choosing. 
If the answer is yes, then what's important to realize is that you might still evolve in the next 10 or 20 or 30 years, but only if you stop holding on to being right and you instead pursue what's right, pursue truth. So no matter what you believe, I have to live in a world with you and you with me, and we all have to live with our neighbors. And I honestly don't care whether they voted for Biden or Trump. I've got an awesome group of neighbors that are on my street here where I live. And many of us have been able to spend some time outside during this pandemic. And it's been really, really like healing for a lot of us to be able to have that person to person connection and interaction. Our kids play. And I feel so lucky to have amazing people around me. Some of them probably voted for Biden. Some of them probably voted for Trump. And I, you know what? I don't care. They're all on my team. And that's the human team. And I think that above all else should bind us being a part of the human team, being Americans, if that's what you are, that's more important than being Republican or being Democrat. So to wrap this up, I just want to reiterate that we should all value diversity of thought or what it can make of us. It is precisely there to help temper our biases and help us evolve in the ways that we need to. It's important to be willing to listen and truly attempt to understand other people. Try to see that other side of the story and debate with civility. Sure, sometimes it might be passionate and sometimes it might even be loud, but it should always be with respect. And when we disagree, right, let's do so agreeably on almost any issue, because I do believe that that is possible. There are very few deal breakers for me. And even when those arise, I can coexist peacefully with somebody else that I have to. So let's remember all of this as we strive to heal from the division that has been caused by this election season. I hope this helps a lot of you in that way. I would also encourage here before I finish this, I would encourage you to put a few dollars towards good ideas. And an example that I could give you of that would be subscribe to a publication like The Economist. The Economist, in my view, is one of the most balanced and unbiased publications. And when it does state an opinion and it did, it did pick sides in this election season, it states why and it presents as much of the two sides of the story as possible to really help someone to understand differing points of view and evolve. It's a, it, it really is a great publication. There's also a daily email that I like called The Flip Side, um, which will have one part written you know, from uh, publications that are on the left, one part written from publications that are on the right to at least offer you both sides of the story. Some of their sources are a little bit dubious, but it does give you two sides of the story. Take advantage of opportunities like that. The flip side's free. The Economist, you got to pay a few bucks for to be able to get, but it's totally worth it. And it's a whole lot better than most of the garbage that people do read or listen to or watch that are out there. So that's a great thing you can do. Listen to podcasts from people you admire. I hope this is a part of that. And please share this if you want. If you liked 
some of the things I had to say and you feel like it's valuable for others to hear, please share it or play it for your team and discuss some of these concepts. I think this is really important. I see a whole lot of polarization that's happening right now and we need to heal. We need to heal from those things and we need to do so in a hurry. And so I hope that we can move forward now. Again, the voters have spoken. And so let's move forward and you know, let's build the kind of environment, the kind of culture that we all really want to be a part of. All right. Thanks for listening today, everyone, or for watching. I appreciate it. Regardless of where you stand on the political spectrum, one thing I know we can all agree on is the priority that our health should be. I'm grateful to have been introduced to Organifi a few years ago, and I'm happy that they sponsor in part this podcast. Organifi is the Cutco of superfood blends. Their green juice is a blend of 11 superfoods, and it's great as a replacement for breakfast. My new favorite is their gold tea, which is awesome for nighttime. It boosts your immunity and helps you sleep. Everything from Organifi is all natural and organic. You just mix it with water when you're ready to use it. You can check out the full line of their products at Organifi.com. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com. You get 15% off everything that they carry by using the discount code CLSK. Try out something from Organifi today and enter CLSK when you check out to get that discount on anything you order. Again, go to Organifi.com. And thanks for supporting Organifi and for supporting this podcast. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode of Changing Lives, Selling Knives, please consider rating or reviewing us on your podcast player and hit the subscribe button so future episodes are automatically downloaded directly to your device. For access to guest bios, show notes, and other resources, visit changinglivespodcast.com. You can sign up there to receive valuable resources for free from people featured on the podcast. This is Dan Cassetta signing off. We'll be back in a few days for our next story about changing lives. 